0: The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network.
1: You're listening to the Sports Scramble Podcast, where four friends serve up a weekly plate of sports with a side of SEC bias. SEC! SEC! Now, here are your hosts, Chet, Jacob, Wade, and Tyler. Let's go!
0: <laughs> yeah, you're right. Only half those. <laughs> Welcome in this to this week's episode of the Sports to Scramble podcast, brought to you by Bedlam Sports. I'm your host Chet. I've got my co-host Tyler. We got a special guest, Cameron, on the stream tonight because, like you mentioned, half the half those the they're gone. If you want to watch more Cameron, you can check him out at C Money AZ all over the interwebs, uh, Twitch, streaming shit, YouTube
1: wherever. Yeah, TikTok, yeah, and you can also typically Twitter.
0: catch me and Tyler on there too. So <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, yep. normally one of them will be Getting on there dubs. At least,
0: so. Getting yes, dubs, yeah. absolutely. Y'all have been frequenting the uh, the Fortnite lobbies, trying yeah. to get all the dubs that you can. Unlike we LSU, <laughs> um, but yeah, first weekend of college football in their wraps. What y'all think? It'll live up to the hype? It did. I think the weekend
2: game of the weekend was a game that no one really talked about that much. It was Colorado versus TCU. It, I mean. I think that Dion Sanders earned his prime time money in that game. Yep. So does Travis Hunter. So did Shadir Sanders. Put both on the Heisman. I don't care. Uh, it's definitely going to be interesting whenever they host Nebraska. Boulder is going to be absolutely packed to the brim. It's, that matches. game's already been sold out. So I think it was a good weekend of football. You know, the slate wasn't too great, and our prime time matchup ended up being a prime time blowout on Sunday night.
0: Yeah, that one was rough. Dion is making—I just looked it up—five and a half million dollars a year. It's the salary over there. Automatic wow. raise for that oh. win alone. Oh yeah. If he is named Coach of the Year, he's doing additional one hundred and fifty thousand. Now, what if he makes the playoffs? Does it have that to be like right right coach of the of the year that one? They might
1: not name? have even included that in the contract because you know they just wanted to have winning seasons and.
0: Yeah,
2: no, National Coach of the Year, Tyler. Mm-hmm. You're right. uh, I think he's definitely going to be Pac-12, but I don't know about National. I think that if seven, he gets, to like, nine wins, then, yeah, National Coach of the Year. Go from 1-11 and to actually being relevant in college football, I think he deserves my
0: vote. Well, their over-under was set at three. Uh, well, that was just free money.
2: I think that was just stupid to begin with. So whoever bet that, you're going to be jumping for joy here in a
0: couple of weeks. Um, he is set to earn seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars if they win the national championship. There's nothing about him making the playoffs that I see here. Um, but they they got the money from their from their boosters to raise twenty eight million dollars to hire him. So I think Dion said that he was coming no matter what, um, and they're here. So get ready for it. I mean, Cam. You, uh, you watched the game. What did you – I mean, I was thinking blowout from TCU. I thought Colorado was overhyped. I'll admit it. I was wrong. I mean, what was your impression from primetime over there as the first game as the Buffalo head coach?
1: I'll be honest. This was one of the first weekends that I've gotten to sit down and just watch football all weekend in a long time. And when I woke up, I was like, what game's won at 11? And I looked, and I was like, oh, TCU-Colorado. See, see Dion's first game. And I was like, you know – I don't even know what people are saying about this game, but I feel like it's going to be a good one. You know, TCU lost a lot of players. You know, Dion brought over a lot of players. He got a lot of talent there. I was like, I think this is going to be a good one. You know, I, I didn't know what to expect. I mean, we this is the first time we got to see Dion's coaching in, you know, FBS football. So I was excited to see how it was going to go. And I, I thought it would be a good game. I didn't expect it to be possibly game of the year week one. <laughs> know, 11 a.m. Yeah. week one. Just wild. But – down to the wire. What a great game. Just incredible.
0: No, I saw a, a tweet after the LSU game. It said the three step plan to return LSU football to prominence cut every player, fire every coach, replace <laughs> them with people who do not suck. I'm pretty sure that's what Dion said that's he did exactly over there in Colorado.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He no, in I mean, and said, We're cutting everybody. We're cleaning the house. I'm bringing my boys over. And if you don't want to be a part of it, then get out and just it worked.
0: Oh, yeah. uh, he did. I mean, they. TCU was a rowdy bunch over there at 11. Uh, they did lose their last game by, you know, 57 points. I don't know sure. why people were shocked that they got beat by Colorado. <laughs> I mean, if we're being honest, uh, they, but they were also big in the transfer portal. I think they were one of the top three teams in terms of additions added during the transfer portal. Of course, Colorado being the most prominent with literally like 50 of their players being added. Yeah. Uh, but Travis Hunter and Shadur Sanders, I mean, that that's a problem. Like it's sent uh, Hunter played what was it, 120 snaps? Something that's insane, ridiculous. Every Dion said they're putting a hot teams. tub, they're putting a hot tub on the on the plane, but I wouldn't yeah, put, put, put it a on the plane, basketball. yeah. So, but it uh, it was just fun to watch. They were talking trash to him before the game, t- telling him, Travis Hunter, you're overrated. I saw it on TikTok before we started the show. It was a group of TCU fans, they were like, Hunter, you're overrated, you're overrated. He makes that insane, he made the pick right in front of thing. them. And he turned right. and said, who said it? And nobody <laughs> said a word.
1: Well, also, so. they said that, and then as that play was happening, one of the guys was like, throw it to Hunter. And then he made the yeah. pick, like right after they said it. So, yeah. just wild.
0: Tyler, is it too early to say Colorado's a playoff team? I mean, they go on and win the Pac-12. Could they be a, an automatic bid?
2: I think that, you know, they definitely uh, bought into the hype uh, in week one. I think that a lot of people overhyped TCU in the first place. Like Cameron said, they lost a a lot of talent that's in the NFL now. I I think that their offense is there, but their defense just lost too many pieces. And you just saw it. Colorado's offense just just punched every team in the mouth, uh, especially against TCU. I mean, they have some dudes that freshman running back. I mean, golly, whenever he gets the yeah. ball, good luck catching him. He's I wonder what his 40 yard dash is. Got it's wheels. gotta be like a four three, at least a four-four. Uh, but I definitely think they have the weapons. Travis Hunter, not only could he potentially be one of the best wide receivers in the country, but I think he's one of the best cornerbacks too. I think that he it's early on. I definitely think that he could definitely earn some recognition. You know, Shoyo Otani, we talk about him about being a two-way player. We haven't really seen somebody do this uh in the in the football level. So Colorado being a playoff team, I don't think it's going to happen uh, this season. Uh, Maybe potentially if they go to the Big 12, uh, they're going to be seeing TCU a lot. They get Nebraska this week. I think that that's another win. I think that they can stack up some wins, uh, but they do have to face uh, some of the big boys uh, in the Pac-12, like USC Washington, uh, which I just think that their defenses are there. Colorado's defense uh, isn't there. But, heck, hey, if your offense uh, shows up like this uh, every week, it's going to be tough uh, for your opposing team uh, to beat you. So I like Colorado's chances going forward.
0: Yeah, NASCAR Neil Neal was in the chat and mentioned they do play USC week four, so that one's going to be, yeah. a, be a tough matchup it's for It's going to be off in uh, the take the over.
1: Yeah, two little, two little fun facts, uh, betting-wise, DraftKings has reported that since yesterday, Colorado has the most money to win the national championship of any other team. And their game next week against, what, Wisconsin? No, Nebraska? Yeah. yeah. Is the second highest Bedouin game of any football game. The only other one above it is the Lions. So they're Chiefs.
2: just a three-and-a-half favorite, too. So, I mean, people are just going to hammer that whenever they Wild. see
1: it.
0: Colorado is or Nebraska? Uh,
2: Colorado's a three-and-a-half home favorite.
0: Oh, I, I mean, I bet you that stadium is going to be sold out. That line's going to okay. move up to, like, seven. We, yeah, we are to. buying into the hype into the hype for sure. I mean, I named the stream is Colorado a playoff team. I don't think they're set to be a playoff team right now. Uh, but Cam, how many wins do you think they walk away with after the season?
1: Uh, I haven't looked at their full schedule. I mean, like you were saying, I could definitely see nine, 10 games. I mean, they could win the Pac-12 for all we know, you know. I mean, I, again, I haven't looked at their they got
0: schedule. Kind I, I no,
1: haven't I looked into Pac-12 much teams. besides seeing that they were playing on Saturday and tuning in. But uh, I mean, I could definitely see them easily winning the Pac 12 or at least competing in the Pac 12 with Dion's first year. You know? Yeah,
0: he, they do take on Oregon, USC, UCLA, Oregon State, and Utah. Those are five tough wins to yeah. get. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I,
1: I'm not downplaying those by any means. I mean, they. They could very well lose any of those games. Yeah, but
2: I mean, I mean they can win
1: this week's receipts. I'm not week. trying to give him a He's receipt on me, week you know.
2: against Nebraska. So
0: that is true. Dion is keeping receipts. Let's not uh Dion, we respect you now. All right. Don't <laughs> don't come after us. I've uh, always
1: respected you, Dion.
0: That is true. Uh th- I mean, hey, they won one game. They've already tied last season's uh total, so I think it's a yep. success going forward already. Yeah. Uh, some other some other games um, opening Utah and Florida. That one was rough for the Gators. Uh, Utah, um, even with their backup quarterback, I don't remember his name. They had him and the third string guy playing. Just just dominated Florida from the get go. First play, touchdown. Uh, that's just. I mean, Florida is in is in the dog days of, of college football right now. They Billy Napier honestly looks like he's just. Like too much going on. He he left UL Lafayette, uh, you know, going from what were they in Tyler? The uh American Conference? Sunbelt. Sunbelt. The Sunbelt to the yeah. SEC, like that. I mean, head coaching job at Florida, like that's a big jump. Uh what is, what do you think it's gonna take Tyler gets the Gators back on track?
2: i I think that the more of the problem is uh, is on the offensive side of the ball. there's just really no they could not run the ball whatsoever I, I, that was the key to the game for me if Florida was gonna come away with a victory uh their defense you know other than that one big play, I think that their defense uh, really held it in check you know Utah was under c- certain circumstances uh they they were running uh, two quarterbacks. You know, one quarterback was Aaron and out more. The other one, uh, Johnson, you really used his legs as he was a dual-threat quarterback. So I think, you know, Graham Mertz, uh, I just haven't really believed in him uh, since the Wisconsin days. Uh, you know, it was his freshman season. That was his best season yet. And after that, he hasn't been able uh, to find a rhythm. I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to continue to say it. I think that Billy Napier is going to be gone by the end of this season. I just think that they made a mistake. Uh, going away uh, from Dan Big Mullen, plan. I just feel like um I just feel like you can't do much worse uh, than Dan Mullen. Uh, so I just think that Billy Napier, is just uh, two two bright lights there going from the Sun Belt to the SEC.
0: Cameron's favorite coach, Dan
1: Mullen. <laughs> can't say that's the case, but he did do great in Starkville. <laughs> yep. So you know.
0: Yeah, no, I think the lights are just too bright. We got our buddy Morgan Man in the chat. What's up? Go check his channel out for on? your. Uh, for- for your COD league news and then the Atlanta Falcons kicking off here uh, this weekend, he'll, will have a lot of great content coming out. He does say uh, let's not overhype Colorado yet. We do agree with you there. Um, he's a Georgia fan. Yep. Uh, so he was happy with the, with the week one standings, uh, but concerned with that offense coordinator. Hey, I'm with you, man. I'm the LSU guy and I'm concerned <laughs> with our offense coordinator too. Um, but yeah, Florida, I mean, probably more Florida's than hard- Mike Bobo. Yeah, I think I'd like him better than what we got right
2: now. <laughs> um, we'll find out. If, if, you know, if we need a fire, Mike Bobo Whenever South Carolina comes in, but the way South Carolina looked, uh, I think George will be just fine.
0: Yeah, I, I think so as well. Um, some other some other big names. Oregon scored eighty-one. Uh, Bo Nix trying to make his push for the Heisman, and Ole Miss and Oklahoma scored seventy-three. Uh, Cam, the team what y'all call them? the team up north or the school up north the team
1: up north the school up north yeah
0: yeah yeah uh they hugged 73 on mercer uh you ever heard of mercer
1: uh i have in i think i think alabama played them like five years straight yeah you know they either yeah, play yeah, auburn you know, or Alabama. Of, yeah yeah it's one of those it, it is in Alabama. i think it is in alabama so it's one of those yeah. small schools that that all joking aside alabama or auburn will play but uh yeah that's that's what I was hoping my Bulldogs would do in their in their opening game, and uh, didn't quite get that. So, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, no, I, uh, I I'm done with these top ten matchups for LSU to open up the open up the year. I that, want Mercer or Middle Tennessee State. I mean, like, what are we
1: doing? So the announcers so. talked about it last night. They said, you know, this is kind of becoming a tradition for LSU to play on the Sunday night of Labor Day weekend. I get absolutely. Have slapped. they won a single Sunday? Because your bachelorship was the first one. No, the, the year that
0: before one, they played uh, – who was it, Tyler? Who they, play? they played uh, – I'll say it
2: again. It's been four straight years that they've lost the season opener. Going all the way back to the COVID season, they lost by 10 to Mississippi State. And then UCLA in right. 2021, they lost. And then last year, if one. you remember, they lost at the last second. And then this yeah. year, wasn't even close. It was over by the third quarter. And then uh, next, year, and then next year doesn't get any doesn't <laughs> get any easier. You have to travel to Las Vegas to USC. And then the year after that, guess where you go? To the other Death Valley to face Clemson. So good luck with that.
0: <laughs> who scheduled that? Less
2: miles is that you? Os- what are you no, doing? It's Verge uh, Osbury. He's one of like, I don't know if he's not the athletic director, but he's in who? the athletic administrator. Verge Osberry. That's who he is. He's like one of the athletic administrators uh, at LSU who scheduled this uh, in advance.
0: He like he has something to do with it. Uh, but the so like maximum kickback <laughs> is what's happening. All right. I mean, nobody schedules these types of opponents. Uh, Neil, it's like like years. the only
2: one that does. Like, it feels like every year they're facing not it hasn't been like a top two, like a top 10 opponent, but it's been somebody like worth noting in the power five. Like, the last time that LSU faced like somebody, you know, like a Mercer or somebody was against McNeese, and they didn't even get to finish the full game because of Lightning. The game was over for after the first quarter got called off.
0: What was the score? It was like remember? I don't know. It was like seven to nothing. Uh, well, as long as we won that one, that's all that matters. Um, well, oh, it didn't, didn't count. count as a win. LSU uh, went on to only
2: play eleven games that year.
0: Yeah, in twenty seventeen they they opened to BYU yeah. and beat them. In twenty eighteen they beat they Miami. Opened. Then yeah, they yeah, and then they beat Georgia Southern
2: of the. The year that LSU sold their soul to, to win the national year. championship.
0: You know, I'm starting to see a pattern here. We went a national championship in 2019. Guess what? We didn't play a top 10 team to open the freaking season. <laughs> we played Georgia Southern, and we hung like 65 well, on them. That's not going to be
2: coming anytime uh, soon, because yeah. it feels like every year until like 2035, you play a power five opponent.
0: And don't we play Army later this year, or is that next year? Yep, Army. Yeah, that that's a scheduling nightmare. You play them the week after. Alabama, Army and like App State are about like the
2: only two programs you never want to see on your schedule.
0: We'll get into App State in a couple minutes, but uh, yeah, no, we won't go into two depth of this scheduling debacle by LSG. You can catch out, uh, yeah. Bangle Bites. We released the it, they released earlier. today. If you
2: yeah. want more, just go over there. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean no. LSU got absolutely throttled by Florida State in the second half. Out coached, outplayed. Best player on the field, Harold Perkins was running a spy the whole time and he basically yeah. was just disappeared. Um, so that one, I mean, just stupid coaching. You got your best player and you don't have a blitz in the quarterback every time, like he's born to do. Uh, but like like Tyler said, video dropped at four o'clock by Bengal bites over on our YouTube channel. You catch the full reaction, the over. Overreaction. I'm calling for Brian Kelly's head. Um, is it, so it an overreaction, though?
2: I think some
0: I of it is. Most know of know it, is. it is. Well, the, if you think about it, Brian Kelly could never win the big game at Notre Dame. I mean, what's the last time they won a playoff game or like he won? The I have big- no idea. Every Notre time they're in the playoffs, they either can't score against
2: Alabama or can't just get absolutely blown out. <laughs> Yeah, so
1: but that, he did all that in Notre Dame with a lot of limitations over his head. Yeah. So, you know.
0: That is true. No limitations he, here. No. Just gotta get players on the field. Um some other uh big big name schools uh that were in our mentions during the during the game last night that we I had to deal with. Uh Ohio State, um, they struggled 23 to 3 against Indiana. Uh what's what's their quarterback's name? Um it's Lane like McCord name. That's his name. Yeah, McCord. Uh, didn't look like C.J. Stroud. Cam, is this the year that Ohio State doesn't get ten wins or go undefeated?
1: I mean, it's Ohio State. They're playing in the Big Ten. Like, it's hard to say they're not going to get ten wins. But I mean, you know, it may be another year for Michigan to take the Big Ten. You know,
0: I think I mean, Michigan's the top dog over there in the Big Ten right now. Uh, they definitely proven their case. You think it's Penn State, Todd? I think so. I think that Penn State looked
2: like the best Big Ten team this weekend. You know, Michigan was up like 27 to nothing at the half. And then they scored three points uh, against the East Carolina team that has like most of the least returning production uh, in the country. Everybody pretty much uh, went on uh, to the next level. So Michigan really didn't impress me. I know it's week one. Penn State played against West Virginia. I don't really expect West Virginia to be that great. Of a football team uh, in the Big 12, they'll probably get to a bowl game, get to a six and six, uh, be a 500 team. But I just feel like with Drew Aller now being their quarterback one, it's just a different look of good, the offense. Good the first to drive, we saw him take a deep shot, a, a 70 plus yard touchdown. Their field it was goal was first
0: play. Yeah, it
2: was the first Didn't they play.
0: open it up with a, yeah, deep shot? Yeah, they for, did. Uh, I think state. that
2: their defense is definitely going to play. Uh, so I think that, you know, Ohio State, there's definitely some question marks. Like I said, week one, don't really want to overact Any Want to let a couple of the weeks uh, go on before we get into any of that. But, yeah, I, I definitely s- going to stick with my Penn State, and they might have pissed some people off uh, of scoring that late touchdown uh, and hitting the, the cover over. for Penn State. I was one of those people that were loving it because I took Penn State to cover. Uh, so, for those of you who didn't, we're taking West Virginia. Like, what are you doing? You, did you not see West Virginia's defense? So, I, I'm the person of, you know, whenever the clock, you keep on trying to score a touchdown until that clock hits triple zero. You keep trying. You just don't want to, you know, oh, let me just weigh the white flag because I'm you I'm not get kneeling your in bed. the red zone. Screw that. It's college football. You just I'm not kneeling in the red zone. If I'm in
1: the red zone, I'm going for yeah. a touchdown. Like, he was did. a
2: backup quarterback. He's trying to pad his stats.
0: Exactly. I mean, you saw Florida State's four-string running back absolutely yeah. demolished Major Burns. to Jeez, score that touchdown. Yeah, that was <laughs> – I don't know. The
1: The rest have been pretty flag-happy. I was shocked that one didn't get one, honestly. But <laughs>
0: That is true. That is true. No, I mean, Penn State with uh, – I mean, it's a new era there. Uh, they got finally – I know Jacob is thrilled that uh, his boy uh, has moved on, the former quarterback. His name eludes me. Um, but they looked good. They looked good. They're going to be a force to reckon with as well as I think Michigan will too. Once, once Harbaugh comes back uh, one last game from this opening weekend, Tyler, tell about, tell us about your boy, Michael Penix and how many touchdowns he threw.
2: He threw uh five touchdowns. I think that
0: uh, if it wasn't
2: for Shadir Sanders, I think that he would have been the MVP uh, of this weekend, but Sanders had him a game 500 yards. yards. Yeah. I think that Washington I keep talking about this team it feels like everyone wants to just talk about USC and Cale Williams I mean USC too, so far is playing San Jose State uh, and Nevada don't get me wrong uh, those are definitely going to be uh, two middle-of-the-road teams in their respective conference uh, Boise State I think it's going to be at the top of the bound west. Uh, Washington uh, was struggling early on. It was like a nine to seven game uh, in the second half. And before you know it, look at the final score, it's 56 to 19. So I think that Washington's going to be a team that everyone's going to be uh, talking about once we get into the conference play.
0: No, I, I liked it. Um, I had Penix as my Heisman winner this year. I wanted Jane Daniels, but not after last night. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to continue to take shots at LSU as we go through because it's just go Uh, The Pac-12 finished uh, 13-0 on the weekend. I think that's the first time a conference has gone fully undefeated. Uh, The ACC, I don't remember what their record was, but it was pretty high up there. Uh, Overreaction question for y'all. Is this the year the SEC's not on top in terms of uh, conference? It feels like there's a lot of teams that have fallen off, and the ACC and Pac-12 are starting to take advantage of it. I think so. Yeah. I think, you uh, you know,
2: really looking at it, I mean (laughs) – the SEC West, I just don't really have a grip anymore. I thought I did the preseason. It's looking like Alabama is just going to run with it. Maybe there's a team, you know, maybe like Ole Miss steps up into the wings with their offense. Does Texas A&M, is this finally their year? It just feels like an Alabama runaway the way that it's been shaping out. You know, I think the way that Florida State looked, I mean, golly, it would not shock me if they just cruised to their conference, uh, win the ACC. I'm just going to stick with it. I picked Washington to win the national championship. So, yes, I think that this is the year that the SEC finally gets taken down.
1: What do
0: you think, Cam? You agree
2: with I real? mean,
1: yes and no. I mean, I could definitely see another team one. grabbing it. Yeah, I mean, it it's is. week one. It's a real reaction. I mean, I've, I've felt from the start, like, since the end of last year, that, you know, this year the West in the SEC was just, you know, Top to bottom, not great. I mean, I yeah. thought LSU was going to be the winner of it. And after this week, I'm like, mm. uh, I don't think Bama is is the powerhouse they've always been. Yeah, I do agree with y'all. You know, I think there could be another team that could take over, you know, maybe as much as I hate to say it, Ole Miss. I mean, I don't think a and I don't think, I think Jimbo's <laughs> getting fired after this year, honestly. Okay. That's my hot take. Uh, yeah. You know, this you never know. Mississippi, goal, Mississippi State turned it on in the second half. You know, maybe this is, that's all they needed, you know. But uh, yeah. yeah, but. I mean, Georgia is looking like far and away the best in the SEC right now, and I really don't know how they're going to be this year. So, I mean, I could see it, but at the same time, it's hard to bet against the the SEC. So,
0: yeah, final four year or final year for the final four playoff teams. Uh, Let's go out with a bang. Let's get something wild. I mean, I don't want to see three SEC teams unless one of them feels feels like parity is on the way this year. It's going to be completely different.
1: Florida State won the last ever BCS National Championship. Why not win the last ever 14 playoff?
0: Hey, if uh, Jameis Winston would be very happy beating them crab legs. (laughs) Uh, So let's get to our best bets uh, for week two, or building that bankroll. It's time for building that bankroll. (laughs) cha-ching is right uh building that bankroll week one we went three for four uh the only person that let us down was wade he had a homer pick there taking south carolina money line he was wrong and we have set a new rule no more homer picks for building that bankroll uh tyler start us off all. all right you know what cam you start us off yeah Keep let sure the guess guests go
1: too. you know well i'll give a shout out to that guy that was uh in y'all's twitter comments the other night you know he's mm-hmm. a He's a big, big UConn fan, so I guess say I'm taking Georgia State minus three over UConn this week. That's my that's my pick. So, uh, you know, I don't know anything about either teams, but you know, I'm just 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 well, take a shot at him.
0: According to his tweet at me, UConn covered this spread week one. LSU did not, so they're one and zero against the spread. But I like it. I like it. Go against them, Tyler. What's your pick for building that bankroll?
2: Yeah, I went to uh, the group of five, treated me well week one, uh, but I think it's time uh, to go to the SEC. Uh, I'm going to go to a Pac-12 versus SEC matchup, and I'm going to go to Stark Vegas. I think that Mississippi State covers the 10 uh, versus Arizona. Looking at last year's game, uh, it was a back-and-forth battle in the first half, and the Mississippi State's uh, offense uh, really took off. I think with Zach Garnett, I think that their defense uh, against a very experienced quarterback is going to shut them down. Uh, Arizona, it's a difference, uh, you know, playing out there uh, in the West Coast and going to to the middle of nowhere and playing in front of, uh, uh, you know, thousands and thousands of fans uh, ringing cowbells uh, for four straight hours. So I think that Mississippi State, the way that their offense is looking, they're running the ball more, uh, which is definitely something new for this offense i think that's going to be a a different look uh, for this arizona defense so i think that mississippi state uh is going to cover the 10 spread it would not surprise me if they make a statement in week number two is
0: florida's old quarterback still a qb over there in arizona emory jr or did he no that was arizona state arizona state that's right okay i have no he He went somewhere else so my uh, building that bankroll pick for this week—it's a homer pick. Waco's not too far down the road, and I could hear the cries from here uh, as Texas State went into Baylor and just beat them up and down. They were—I think they were twenty-six point dogs—and yep. they ended up winning uh, ten. I think it was uh, by ten. I don't remember what the final score was. Uh, but Baylor doesn't have anything easier. They go on the road to face Utah, and Utah is seven-point favorites. Hammer that spread. Give me Utah by seven, probably by twenty. Yeah. When it's all done, I'd said I'd done.
1: buy that thing up to fourteen.
0: Yeah, I, I, no, I mean it was yeah, it was a bad performance by Baylor. Uh, I mean, you have TJ Finley, former LSU backup, who has been on like four <laughs> different teams, starting at Texas State, and they just they just ran them out their own stadium. So uh, take Utah minus seven versus Baylor. So we went three for four last week. Uh, let's see if we can go three for three you know we don't need jacob or wade they're not on the show we're going we're going with chet tyler and cam let's go three for I mean, three make it a little easier to make the graph i
1: just threw one out um, there so i mean don't hold it against me if we don't go three, for it's,
0: three. <laughs> it's a grudge bet what What was it georgia southern to cover versus utah georgia or state UConn? to cover yeah. over
1: uconn minus three they're,
0: they're okay they're three point i like it i like it it's a grudge bet we don't we oh, keep proceed yeah. too. Uh, I had to block the kid. He wouldn't leave us alone. I was trying to watch the game.
1: I'm, I'll make sure to tweet back at him if, if <laughs> UConn doesn't cover with this clip.
0: So, uh, top games for week two. Uh, we got some good ones. We'll start with Texas and uh, Alabama. I mean, this was a great matchup last year that came down to a game-winning field goal. Uh, but the difference is there's no Bryce Young, and there is a Quinn Ewers. He was dominating – um last year until he got hurt and they kind of relied on Bijan B- robinson and they just couldn't get the job done so texas versus bama cam what's your pick
1: i mean it's in tuscaloosa i mean yeah i'm gonna have to say bama you know i mean every year texas is back but you know what i mean gotta go bama this year you know in tuscaloosa i i like i said i think this is the year that that well i did think this might be the year that alabama topples but you know uh not against texas
0: yeah i mean Jalen milrow i know they played middle tennessee state i mean he didn't look terrible so tyler who do you think you're rolling with the tide or you going horns up not horns down yeah it was uh
2: one of the most instant classics uh last year i, I thought that if quinn ewer stayed healthy uh, texas uh probably would have ended up uh, winning that game uh, so quinn Ewers. Uh, now returns now on to the road to face uh, Alabama. I think that this is definitely going to be a defensive battle. It, I'm just going to say that I think that Jalen Milrow is going to be starting this one. Who knows if Nick Saban goes uh, with uh, a two quarterback system, uh, you know, maybe put in uh, Tyler Buckner and change it up a little bit and let Jalen Milrow uh, give you a different look against a Texas defense. Uh, that's definitely going to be one of the best uh, Texas offense. Uh, Start off a little bit slow against Rice, but I just think that they weren't showing all their cards uh, for week two. When they hit the road to Alabama, and the best bets, uh, this was one of my uh, – I almost thought about taking the, the Alabama cover. I think that Alabama covers uh, the, the, the spread easily at seven. I just don't think that this game is going to be close. It's, it's a different environment. You know, uh, you know, in Austin, they got the home environment. Brian Denny at night, that's just a different animal that Texas isn't ready for, and this is going to be – An entry, like, welcome to the SEC, brethren, because this is going to happen year in and year out. I think that Alabama wins this one 14-plus. I think that their defense is just going to suffocate Texas' running game and Quinn Ewers, and it is going to be an all-out war,
0: and Roll Tide gets the win. So, uh, I think Texas got lucky last year getting Alabama at 11. Players were still waking up. Um, I want to take Texas just to get something a little different going on, uh, but – I mean, Nick Saban, he, he's going to be ready for old Quinn Ewer's mullet man this year. Mm-hmm. I think Alabama takes this one big. I th- yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Tyler. I think it's welcome to the SEC, and uh, you're going to want to go back to the Big 12 after this this uh, butt kicking <laughs> here. So all three of us are on, on Alabama. As much as I hate to say it, I mean, I yeah. live in Texas. I feel like I should take Texas. But uh, no, I'm, I'm on the tie. Texas is a big days. place. That is true. I live closer to Louisiana. Well, no, that's that's a lie now. Um, so Ole Miss uh, traveling to New Orleans to take on the Tulane Green Wave. Tulane absolutely dominated South Alabama. Uh, this one is hard to pick because you got two very high scoring offenses. Ole Miss hung seventy three on Mercer. Like I said, Tulane hung thirty eight on South Alabama. I'm going to go with Ole Miss. I think the SEC is just going to overpower the – I don't even know what – they're, they're in the American – American. Athletic, right, yeah. Yeah. Tulane, uh, I mean, yeah, they beat USC last year in the bowl game, but, like, let's be honest, they didn't. USC didn't really care. Um, they were snubbed out of the playoff as they felt, so they just kind of gave up. I think Ole Miss uh, – this is like Lane Kiffin's – I don't think he's on the hot seat. You know, he's been doing decent to Ole Miss standards. But eventually they're going to run out of patience. Like, come on, man. We need, we need like a nine or 10 one season. They started six and zero last year and then they got beat by LSU. Uh, so I think, I think Ole Miss is going to come in there ready to make a statement and they're going to take this one big. Cam?
1: I, I agree with that. You know, this is, this is Lane Kiffins. Like you said, not do or die. He's not on the hot seat, but you know, he's really going to prove himself this year. So, you know, losing 2 2 Lane would definitely be a, a big, uh, bump in the road for him so I definitely think that Ole Miss takes this one and I mean I I think they'd absolutely cover the spread too I mean it's seven point spread so but yeah I mean they're gonna be fired up they're gonna be ready to go and you know I, I like Tulane I think they're a good team but yeah I think Ole Miss has not beat
0: it's a they're a they're a feel-good team right I mean Tulane hasn't been good in a while and all of a sudden they're catching fire and just kind of were from that region so it's it's one that we want to root for. But, Tyler, do you have the, the green wave taking down the Black Bear-Rebel combo? <laughs> I,
2: I definitely think this is uh, this is the game that where we see if Tulane's going to be legit or not. If they knock off uh, Ole Miss, they are going to rocket up into being a top 15 team. Coming off a very impressive win against South Alabama. South Alabama is one of my teams uh, to watch in the Sun Belt. I think that was a pretty good win in a hang-up 38 Against a, a really good defense too. Uh, South Alabama was trying to wear the Mardi Gras helmet, saying that they're the home of Mardi Gras. Yeah, and that one backfired. I right think there. Tulane saw that and they did, were just fit You just don't do that, <laughs> especially against a team in New Orleans. So that's how they're going to beat per, you every time. Bringing her stuff usual
1: up. mobile tried to claim they were the home of New Orleans and New Orleans, or the home of Mardi Gras. in New Orleans had to show that they always go over the top with it. So, yeah, it. it
2: Yeah, but in the end, I agree with y'all. I think that uh, I don't really see a loss here uh, for Ole Miss uh, quite yet. i just think that their offense uh, is just going to be too much for this two-lane defense to handle. I do think that Michael Pratt and that offense will be able to keep it close. Uh, But in the fourth quarter, we'll see this uh, Rebel team uh, pull away and, and end up covering it. I think that that seven is a little bit too low for me. I think that they end up winning this game by 10 or 14. So I'll go with the
0: Rebels on the road in the big easy. Okay, I like it. Next game I got on the slate, Texas A&M traveling down to Miami uh, to take on the Hurricanes. Uh, Tyler, what do you think here?
2: Yeah, I think that this was one of the most sloppy games uh, of last year. It was like a 17-9 to game, uh, and Texas A&M mm-hmm. ended up winning that game. Uh, in week number one against New Mexico, they put up 52 points. Looks like old Bob Petrino calling the plays. Uh, it's looking good, but let's hold the brakes. Uh, it was New Mexico on the opposite side, right. uh, Miami. Was able uh, to get a win. This Miami team uh, just feels like it needs a big-time victory. And I think the U gets it done here. I think that at home against the Texas A&M team, uh, that's going to be vulnerable early on. So uh, it's my early upset pick. I almost went with Tulane over Ole Miss. uh, But I think that Miami uh, will fare uh, better at home against uh, a Texas A&M team. I think it's going to be another defensive game. uh, But I think that the U, this program, is just hungry for a big win. I think they get it here.
0: Okay, okay. I like it. Going with, with the hurricanes. Cam, who are you taking?
1: I have to agree with Tyler. I think like I said, you know, this I think this is the year that Jimbo finally gets fired that, you know, the AM boosters finally, you know, break out the checkbook and write that gigantic check to get him out of here. But uh yeah, and this is the start of it. Miami upsets them. Uh I mean, yeah, okay. going down to Miami, Miami needs the needs this win and AM like i said you know every year they get their their everybody says they're going to be the one of the competing teams in the sec and i think i mean they may miss a bowl game again this year in my opinion so
0: well i'm going to go opposite the just so we disagree at one point in the show i think a going to come out firing. they got new life with bobby petrino or old life is what well. some people may say was what's he the arkansas quarterback or the coach that the coach, had the, yeah. like sugar yes. bowl yep. on the back of the motorcycle mm-hmm. with the prostitute, <laughs> she dropped it and it shattered. Mistress. Yeah, so yeah, Um, uh, yeah. yeah. uh, but I mean, he might as well hang out with you freeze at that point. I mean, bygones <laughs> be bygones. Uh, potato potato, but I think A&M's gonna come in there ready. Uh, they just barely scraped by last year, and I think they get the dub. It's a four point spread in A&M's favor, and I think they cover it so. Last one I got, uh, Notre Dame versus NC State. Notre Dame's got a game on NC State since they played that week zero game there over in Dublin. Uh, Tyler, do you think the Fighting Irish fight on and keep on rolling?
2: They do. I don't think it's even close. I wasn't really impressed uh, with NC State uh, in week number one against UConn. I know they got the win against the Huskies, uh, but I've just been very impressed with Sam Hartman. If Ohio State keeps playing like they are, uh, they better be ready because Notre Dame, Dame's defense uh, is looking really good with Sam Harbin being their quarterback. They, they're just offense, just feels like they're going to be taking it uh, to the next level. So I think that Notre Dame, I think that with along with Colorado, I think that they deserve a little bit of the hype of what they have done. So far, I know that they, you know, they only beat Navy in, in Tennessee State. Their schedule is going to start to heat up. They play three top 10 matchups here in the next coming week. So I think that Notre Dame. Gets this one, they cover it pretty easily. It would not surprise me if they win by 21-plus. I think on the road, NC State, their offense is going to be able to keep up, especially with Notre Dame's defense. So, Irish by uh, a lot.
0: <laughs> so, you're telling me this kid was talking back to me and Cameron about UConn covering and they still lost? I just looked yeah. it up. They got beat. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Okay, all right. No, I agree with you. I think Irish. They're I mean they're looking hot right now. at who do they play week four? Um, they have a big. I think it's Ohio State. It Maybe Ohio State. I think yeah. So. so I think they roll into there undefeated. The headlines are going to be out of this world. Um, then we'll see what happens at that point. But I'm going Notre Dame. Cam, what do you think? NC State knock them off.
1: Well, you know, like Chet said last time, you know, to go against what, you know, give a little bit of difference. But, you know, I do have to agree with you. all I think Notre Dame is deserves uh, plenty of attention and plenty of hype. But, you know, being a Mississippi State fan myself, you know, us and NC State kind of have something of a connection after that uh, College World Series. So, you know, just to go against y'all and to root for, for my boys, you know, let's go Wolfpack, NC State. All right. I
0: okay. like it. I like it. We got to have a little bit of disparity, yeah. disparity here. Um. Oh. Upset alert picks. Real quick, uh, who's on upset alert, Tyler? Uh, I went with two
2: here. Either I was going to go with uh, Tulane over overall Miss, uh, but the more I think about it, I just don't think it's going to happen. So I think that the Aggies are on upset alert uh, going on the road to beautiful Miami.
0: Okay, Cam, what you got, upset alert?
1: You know, I, I agree with Tyler on that one, but, you know, to, to give a little bit of a parody again, you know, I'm I'm looking at it. Um, you know what? I'm gonna give a hot take. I'm gonna say LSU is on, on upset alert against Grant oh this Lord. weekend.
0: Oh man, if that if happens, that happens I'm give me watch
2: a paycheck. I'll
1: no, no, Ryan no. Family. I'll say, I'll say, uh, I'll say, <laughs> let's. I will write Let's uh, let Ryan Washington family. State. You know, okay. Upset alert against Wis- on Wisconsin. Getting
0: upset by okay. Washington State. I like so, it. I like, I like that it. One. I like it. Uh, mine is a team that you never want to find yourself playing week two. App State. North Carolina is taking on the mighty Appalachian State. Man. Utah Heels, you've just dominated <laughs> South Carolina, but you better watch out because the fighting hey, mountains are coming for
2: App boys. State He's put up D.
0: 61 last year on them. Yeah, so. never you ever
1: think you're going to have a good season, you never want to see App State on that schedule, so.
0: You never want to schedule. Week two, also, it's never week one. It's always week two with App State. You yep. got to watch out. That's who I'm picking for upset alert. So, um, that pretty much wraps up the college football talk, but I think we all got dogs from college football, so let's get straight into who got that dog in <coughs> Who got that dog in them? Week two of college football season. Uh, that had to be from college football, as Wade likes to pick, pick the Pro. uh I'm going to start it off. Got to be Travis Hunter. I mean, playing both sides of the ball, he had 11 catches for over 100 yards. He had a pick that pretty much won. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say won in TCU the game, or sorry, won Colorado the game, but it changed. It pushed momentum like that. It was an insane play. Um, so my dog of the week, I think he's going to be a multiple-time winner of dog of the week in my book. Is going to be Travis Hunter. Cam, what do you got? Yeah,
1: I mean. Hard not to pick Travis Hunter, but to to give a again a little parody, because you know, I mean, I, I think we could all go Travis Hunter and that'd be a great, you know, dog of the week. Yeah, I but, think
0: it would just be Yeah, I mean it. it'd be
1: understandable. But uh to give a little bit of parody, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Kyle Ferry, uh true Kyle freshman Fair. kicker for Mississippi State. First game in college football. You know, and and as a Mississippi State fan, kicking hasn't always been our, our specialty. It has uh, not First, first game on campus, our first drive, we drove down the field uh couldn't get in the end zone hit a 47 yarder and then hit a 49 yarder before the end of the half as a true freshman and um okay. made every single extra point you know uh, was on fire as kicker and won uh SEC co uh or rec- er, co offensive player of the week so well, look gotta at say him. Kyle Carey.
0: his job is to kick football through two two tall things and he did it he made every <laughs> single one of
2: them uh Tyler who do you got for dog of the week I'm riding with my Heisman winner that I picked in the preseason. It's Michael Penix Jr. Uh, he did all this out against some cupcake. It was against one of the blue blood programs of the group of five. It was against Boise State. 29 for 40, 450 yards and five touchdowns. The only guy who threw more yards was Shadir Sanders. So Michael Penix Jr., I think this is just the start. In the beginning what he's going to do, I'm going to go ahead and say he's going to win the Heisman. I'm going to say that every week okay. until it happens. So Michael Fenix Jr., Dog of the Week. and might be uh, more.
0: I might pick him every week if he continues to do this. <laughs> well, let us know in the chat, view in the comments, uh, who your pick for Dog of the Week. If you agree with any of us, that's great. If, if you got your own pick, let us know. Um, I don't think Matty Ice is watching this week. He's traveling back for some dove hunting, or else I would have already gotten a text that said, "You want to know who got the dog in him?" And he would have given me somebody's name. Probably Jackson Dart. Let's just say that I was probably yeah. But he's an Ole Miss fan. It's probably Jackson Dart. So um, yeah, no. If you're in the chat, hit that subscribe and like button. Help us out here. Put it put it on the YouTube algorithm. We're trying to figure that out as much as uh, all our other content creator friends are. Um, Let's get to the NFL. Uh, We've got um, some NFL news going on with the season starting on Thursday night with the Lions and the Chiefs. Uh, And this week, oh, the background went away. Add that back. Uh, Lions and Chiefs, the the start of the season. Chiefs uh, won the Super Bowl last year. Who do you got, Tyler? Lions or Chiefs?
2: Um, I think that this is going to be an absolute uh, insane game. Uh, it would be crazy if the Lions uh, pull off the upset and, and, and arrowhead but it's not very often that the Chiefs uh, lose uh, at home. I think it's going to be an offensive slugfest. Uh, both defenses have some some question marks uh, in the secondary. The Lions got better. Obviously, I think that they're going to do have a great year, uh, but I think that Patrick Mahomes and that offense is just going to be too much. Uh, so I think that the Chiefs win the opening night in the NFL.
0: Okay, I'm going. I'm going. Lions. I think. Uh, <laughs> oh I think. Big boy. Uh, I can only remember his name. Uh, their quarterback, Jared Goff. Thinking on it. Oh, God. Jared Goff. That's right. Big old Goff. He's gonna. Uh, he's going after Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs defense. He's gonna. He's gonna stick it to him. Uh, Amin Ross St. Brown's gonna have a great game, and I think. Mm. I think it's uh I think it's a fourteen point victory by the Lions. Go bold, take here.
1: Oh my! Now what this is a reaction. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> Chiefs. I mean, defending oh, yeah, defending Super Bowl champions. I mean, yeah. There's,
0: yeah. I'll go on to say the Lions make it to the playoff to the to the AFC Championship this year.
1: They're in the NFC, but yeah, you try. the <laughs> NFC Championship. <laughs> is, no, I don't fun. think they
0: make it that far, But I think they start the season off hot. Um, I mean.
1: Look, the Packers NFC's aren't going to be competing against them this year, so that's true. They, their division, they, they could very up. well win right. the the NFC North, you know.
0: Yeah, that's what I meant. NFC North, not AFC. Come on, check, get it together. <laughs> um, it's been a long week, long day, uh, long Labor Day. Happy Labor Day to everybody that's watching. Yep. Uh, Saints open up their season against the Titans. We've got a little rivalry going on. First NASCAR Neil. Uh, we've got a bet going. If the Saints win, NASCAR Neil has to shave his head, and if <laughs> when wade has to get a tennessee tattoo on his forearm uh they both agreed to that don't let them tell you otherwise so tyler who do you have taken this weekend's game
2: uh i think that it's time for the saints to get off to a hot start uh more times than not they've lost it uh, outside of last year they should have lost it but they got gifted that one last year uh yes, but i uh, you know, the Tennessee Titans, uh, they're going to have one objective, and that's to run uh, Derrick Henry into the ground. I do think that DeAndre Hopkins uh, was get his fair share. But the Tennessee Titans, they're going to learn about one name, Chris Olave. I think he's going to have a monster game. Michael Thomas, uh, he's back healthy. I think Derek Carr is going to have a formal game. Jamal Williams would not surprise me if he scores a touchdown. He's a touchdown score machine. So I just think that with everything, I, I just feel like the Saints have advantages on both sides of the ball. And so I think that, especially in the Dome, the Houdat Nation's been waiting for the season to start. There's a lot of hype around this team, especially with the quarterback position. So I think it's going to be a close game. It always is in the NFL. Uh, so I think that I'm going to go
0: with Houdats to get it done. I like it. Cam, you're rolling with the hometown, hometown team, the Houdats. I
1: as much as hearing that bet makes me want to go for Tennessee, because I'd love to see Wade have to get a, a Tennessee <laughs> tattoo on his forearm. Uh yeah, it's it's hard to root against, you know, the home team. And also I have high hopes for them this year. I, mm-hmm. I hate doing that to myself because, you know, uh, every year I have high oh, hopes the Saints cold. they let me down. Yeah. But you know, I do feel like this is the year to to do something. So uh, I hope they can start off hot. So yeah, I'm gonna go in New Orleans.
0: I like it. I like it. I am also picking New Orleans. I think Derek Carr has his resurgence year. Uh, He really rejuvenizes, it's that a word – Um, his career down in New Orleans. Rejuvenates. I think yeah. Rejuvenates. Yeah, you're going That's, for rejuvenates. But... <laughs> um, he forgets everything that happened in Sin City and Vegas, and he's back home to the uh, – back in New Orleans. Well, I guess back, but he's his new home in New Orleans. Uh, is it in Tennessee, Tyler? or is it no, it's in, no, it's in New Orleans. No, it's in the Dome. Oh, so he opens up home crowd with the Dome. He won't have Alvin Kamara, but he'll have Chris Olave and Michael Thomas. Um, Neil will be shaving his head at the end of the game. <laughs> he will be sending in video clips. Uh, so let's see. Other NFL matchups you got? Any other ones y'all are excited for? We'll try to pull. pull I think the, uh, uh, the Bills and the Jets yeah. Monday it's night
2: is the game that I'm looking forward man. to. You know, Aaron Rodgers' debut. It's not the easiest debut as he has to go up against oh. the Bills' defense, but the Bills' defense won't be having a uh, Von Miller. So, I think it's going to be a uh, definitely a game. There's not going to be a lot of touchdowns. Uh, those are two uh, of the best defenses. Uh, I think that's going to be in the NFL. Uh, Quick pick, though, I'm going to go with the Bills. I just think that the Jets are way overhyped. I'm going to say it already. They're not going to make the playoffs, okay. people. Aaron Rodgers is past his prime. It's not going to happen. Something about this Bills, they have to win it all eventually. And I think that with Demar Hamlin back on the field, it's hard to pick against them. Uh, so I'm going to go with Buffalo to get the job done. Go 1-0. Yeah, I want
0: a Buffalo. <laughs> go with them. Uh, I'm going opposite of you because I've been watching Hard Knocks and I have Fully sold on the Jets propaganda. You have I am Dan rocking in. <laughs> I am rocking in on the Jets. They're making the playoffs. They might damn near make the Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. You see how eight spins it? That's that's what they say. Every other sentence in practice, they're like, you see eight? You see what eight does? Man, i never seen a throw like that before. you seen eight make that throw. It's <laughs> insane. Yeah, they've it's like they've never Zach played. Wilson. I don't, hey, Zach Wilson, I think he's going to be a good quarterback after Aaron Rodgers retires. I think he's going to learn a lot from him. But I'm going uh, – is it in Buffalo? Where's
1: the game at? It is. Uh, it is it's in, in New York. New York, it's yeah. New York. Jersey.
0: Are they in New Jersey? Are they? Yeah.
1: MetLife Stadium. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they they share it with the Giants, right? I hate I that. So. Yeah. I know. I think it's dumb. You're an NFL team. <laughs> like, get Tampa your stadium. own stadium. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're in New York. To like just such it's a gotta big be the Jets. City, like, get you can down. have not been relevant stadiums lately. Yeah. Uh, I'm picking the Jets. Cam, who you got? Oh, and it's on 9/11. It's gotta be New York.
1: Well, now you make a yeah, now, now
2: you make, make it hard, hard, hard. Look like a,
0: a bad guy. I still think Buffalo. it's got to be
1: Buffalo. Do you also I mean, root for live golf. Hey, hey, Buffalo's red, white, and blue. There you go. Nine yeah. Eleven, red, white, blue team wins. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, Josh Allen played at Wyoming. Never more American state than that. He's going to be feeding uh, off that upset that the Cowboys just pulled off. So better watch yeah. out, Jets. Oh yeah, okay, okay. for sure. Uh, another game, the Toilet Bowl. We got Arizona taking on the Commanders. Make that pick, Tyler. Commanders, Arizona
2: is going to be quarterback. They're, who knows? But their like, their quarterback next year is going to be Caleb Williams. I can tell you that.
1: They uh they Pre-season had to go leader. into, they had to go get uh, uh, Kyler's teammate from his cod lobbies to come play quarterback because <laughs> they knew he talked about football enough and those to you know.
0: Preseason leader um, in passing yards, Clayton Toon with two hundred. Houston, uh, in this year's draft, um, looks like he's going to be the starting quarterback,
1: yeah. Commanders, let's got to be yeah. commanders. Let's see here, uh, be they have another get, like, Kyler hour.
0: yeah. I think commanders, but Sa- is it Sam Howell? That's their, their yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the toilet bowl, uh, for the season. Uh, does Sean Payton return the Broncos to victory against the Raiders?
2: Yeah, Raiders are. I mean, mm, not nah. where is it? Is it in Vegas? It's a, no, it's in Denver. The Raiders three and a half. That's a tough one. It depends if Russell Wilson cooks or not, uh, which is a, a toss in the that's pan. Right. He ain't right. been cooking lately. Um, since it's in Denver, I'll go Denver, but that's definitely going to be a sloppy game. It's going to be both both of the offenses going to want 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 to run the football, and I think that uh, I don't know, it would be like a fourteen to seventeen type of game, but I think that Sean Payton gets his first win. Especially in Denver,
0: I like it. Yeah, I if anybody,
1: if anybody can lead Russ to victories, it's Sean Payton. So I'd say Broncos.
0: Okay, so uh, let's get to our way too early Super Bowl predictions. Um, Cam, who do you got taking on the Super Bowl this year?
1: <sighs> you know, it's it's a tough one. Um, I want to say the Saints so bad, but you know, I I, I don't <laughs> oh, want to be let way. down, okay. so I'm not going to. I'm gonna say the the Eagles, you know, repeat getting to the Super Bowl and repeat losing. But this year is the year that that Joe Burr does it. This is the year that, that Joey like B solidifies it. his uh his legacy and, and wins for the Bengals.
0: I like it. And he gets paid big time. Yes. That's and one the, thing yes. I am interested to see this week. Uh they're they're taking on the Browns. See how that calf's holding up. Uh, I need it to be very good because I need Jamar to have a wonderful, wonderful week. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Joey B versus uh, who'd you say? Who Jalen uh, the Eagles? It, oh, it's it's a Alabama LSU. Well, I guess can't really uh, Ohio State Oklahoma. I don't know who they want to claim. Uh, LSU claims <laughs> Joey B. Oklahoma LSU. Game. Yeah. Uh, did, did he play? In, yeah, Joey B hung like six touchdowns on him when Jalen played at Oklahoma. Uh, Tyler, who's your Super Bowl predictions?
2: yeah it's very similar to cams uh, i have the eagles uh once again i feel like the nfc there's just like not too many teams uh that are just viable it feels <laughs> like is loaded. it just feels like the eagles and 49ers are the top two and everybody else is going to be running after them i just trust the eagles offense more you know i think that brock purdy he's going to have a good season cmc two is also going to have a good season uh but Eagles on the NFC, AFC. That's more of a question mark. I think that there's definitely some dark horse teams. Could we see the Jags make a run again? Could we see the Ravens and Lamar come back? Uh, But I'm gonna go with the Buffalo Bills. I just feel like it has to be some year. Every year, you know, in the AFC Championship, two years ago, the coin toss, uh, you know, left uh, you know Josh Allen out of the playoffs last year, and the snow game, Joey B cooked it up. Uh so I think that Josh Allen uh in that defense, they're just a hungry bunch. That that fan base uh, is ready to see this team in the Super Bowl. So give me Bills versus Eagles. I think that uh the Birds uh win the Lombardi this year.
0: Okay, well that was gonna be my pick. Uh so I'm sure. changing it. Okay. I'm going <laughs> 49ers versus Bengals. I'm with Cam. Give me Joey B. Uh taking home the Super Bowl, getting paid at the end of the year. So Way too early Super Bowl picks. Let us know in the comments what your picks are. Uh, we are yep. we all, we entertain everybody. If you think it's going to be Arizona because you've got money on their plus twenty thousand odds, uh, if you think it's you know the Colts at plus fifteen thousand, that's Wait. okay. You're entitled to your opinion.
1: Does anybody know where I can make a parlay on Kyler winning MVP and the the Cardinals winning the Super Bowl? Because I'd throw five on that.
0: I don't think any sports book would give it Maybe to you. Maybe the it. Call of Duty, Duty League. Have a non MVP. The odds would be astronomical. It would bankrupt the casino. Um yeah. So exactly. I mean, so we're, I throw we're five bucks on it. Like, we're talking like plus eighty thousand. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be it, something I mean, ridiculous. That, I mean, yeah, it'd be insane. So, uh, Tyler, are you ready for your fantasy football corner? You got your slideshow tuned up, ready to rock and roll? Sure. Let's hear
2: it. Yep, I'm going to get it up here on the screen as we go through the process of putting this bad boy on the screen. Let me know when it's visually ready, uh, and I will start the fantasy football corner of the season. So are we ready to roll? We are. Let's hit it. All right, so what we're going to do is uh, every week, starting now from week number one, we got a full slate of games. We're going to have three starts and three sit-ins. What I did was the quarterback, uh, wide receiver, and running back. Figure it out yourselves on the tight end defense. No, I'm kidding. We'll see if we have some time, and I'll give you that. So the quarterback start of the week starts early on, Patrick Mahomes. I know this is a pretty boring and vanilla pick. It feels like if you pick Patrick Mahomes pretty early, you're going to start him uh, every week, but... Looking at the defense of the Detroit Lions, you know CJ Gardner Johnson uh, is dealing uh, with an injury. You know they did get better; this defense did get better. They have Aiden Hutchinson uh, in the in the middle. They have uh, really formidable linebackers. But if you look at last year's uh, defense, we have to pull up some stats of last year since we have no game action this year. The Lions' uh, defense uh, gave up the most uh, fantasy points uh, to the opposing quarterbacks. And looking at this Chiefs offense, so you know they're we're really going to be. Formal, once again, really, who's going to step up as their wide receiver? One is it going to be Kadarius Toney. It's going to be Scott Moore. We know that Travis Kelsey is going to be there. He's going to be a mismatch against that Lions defense. 24.5 points is the projected total. Would not surprise me at all. Usually, Patrick Mahomes lights it up. in the season openers uh, last year, uh, he really did as well. So, I think at home against Arrowhead, against A defense that definitely has gotten better, but still has some question marks. I think that Patrick Mahomes is one of the top quarterback starts of the week. Let's go on now to the running back start of the week. Let's go on now to the AFC South. And that is Travis Etienne, the running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And usually we want to go, you know, against, you know, the Houston Texans. They're one of the defenses that we like to go up against. But the Indianapolis Colts is the defense uh, that we're going after. There's a lot of question marks about this Colts team. You know, all the question marks have been on the offensive side of the ball. Their defense, don't get me wrong, they definitely have some talent on three levels of this defense. uh, But the Jacksonville Jaguars' offense got better in this offseason. They added Calvin Ridley. Travis Etienne, uh, you look behind him, they do have Tank Bigsby behind him. uh, But I just think that Travis Etienne, early on in the season, will be their three down back, and you'll start to see an evolution of Tank Bigsby. Steals some carries for him, but I just don't think it's going to come in week number one. Projected total points uh, this week uh, in the PPR leagues uh, is 14. Would not shock me at all if Etienne uh, finds uh, the end zone. Uh, would not su- surprise me at all. Travis Etienne, one of his biggest red flags last year, uh, was not uh, scoring a lot of touchdowns whenever the Jaguars got into the red zone. Uh, whenever they got into the red zone is more Trevor Lawrence uh, finding one of his top wide receivers uh, in Christian Kirk. uh, Maybe this year is going to be Calvin Ridley. But not surprised me if Travis Etienne gets more involved in the passing game. We saw his connection ever since, you know, from Clemson last year. He showed it, too. uh, So I think that he's going to have his fair share against, you know, an Indianapolis Colts uh, defense. Isn't one of the best defenses. uh, So I think that Travis Etienne, is going to have a big game against the Indianapolis Colts. Let's go on now to the wide receiver star of the week. Let's go back to that Thursday night game between the Chiefs and the Lions. I just feel like this is going to be an offensive slugfest between these two teams. Uh, I just feel like there's some concerns uh, in the secondary, looking at the Chiefs secondary. They were able to held up uh, last year's run uh, whenever the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. But Amon Ra St. Brown, I just keep talking about him. He's one of my favorite guys uh, in this fantasy season. I just feel like he's going to break out. And it's going to start in week number one. No Jamison Williams. There's really no other anybody formal that's going to be targeting him. You know, maybe the rookie Sam Laporta gets involved early on. But Jared Goff is going to have to throw it to somebody. If the Lions want to keep this close. I feel like Amon Ra is going to have a really good game. 0.4 receiving touchdowns. I'm going to take the easy over in that. I think that he gets either one or two touchdowns. Uh, 17.3 uh, projected total points in week number one would not shock me at all if he had sat over two. It uh, feels like somebody's got to get the ball for this Lions offense if they want to come in out of Arrowhead with an upset victory. So I think that Amon Ra is going to have a big week one, and he's going to continue that as the Lions go on. So let's go on now to the sits of the week. So let's get on to a more negative side. And, guys, who you, you should just stash on your bench and keep – going on for the next week let's go on to the qb sit of the week and that is daniel jones going up against one of the best defenses in the nfl the dallas cowboys the dallas cowboys was one of the top two defenses in fantasy terms last season daniel jones in both meetings last year struggled against the same cowboys defense Just continues uh, to be really good in all three levels of their defense their secondary has a lot of talent Uh, so I just don't think, you know, I think that Saquon Barkley is going to get most of the the load here in week number one. Uh, I just think that Daniel Jones, looking at his receivers, Jalen Hyde, I think that he's going to be the wide receiver one. But outside of, outside of that, there isn't really much. So I think that the lack of weapons is going to hurt uh, Daniel Jones here in week number one. It's a fresh season. Uh, so I think that da- Daniel Jones uh, definitely is a quarterback that I like, especially with his dual threat capabilities. But I just don't like him against a very tough matchup against a Cowboys defense uh, that doesn't really give up many touchdowns throughout the season. Let's go on to the running back sit of the week, and this going to the AFC, the Monday night game between James Cook. I just don't really like any of the running backs, uh, you know, Dalvin Cook, James Cook. Uh, I'm expecting Dalvin Cook to are they be. brothers? Yeah, they are brothers. Okay, so. that's what I thought. I think that James Cook, uh, the Bills offense uh, really struggled to run the ball against the Jets. So I feel like this is a, feels more like a Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs type of game. If the Bills are going to come away with a victory, they can't really rely too heavily on the running game. I really like James Cook this season, but it's a Jets defense that just keeps reloading. I think that they're more vulnerable in the secondary, so Josh Allen. And that Bills offense is going to go more into the passing game. So I think that James Cook... It's going to be a very minimal outing. I think that he has like 30 plus rushing yards, but I just don't think it's a game uh, where he scores a touchdown. So I think that James Cook uh, against the Jets defense, that is one of the top rushing defenses. I just think that this is not the matchup to one, especially if you're looking for a lot of points in week number one, uh, to get off to that important one and no start to the season. Let's go on to the wide receiver sit of the week. Marquise Brown, uh, I mean, we talked about the Arizona Cardinals. It's just a very bad football team on both sides of the ball, specifically on the on the the you know the offensive side of the ball. No Kyler Murray. We don't know when he's going to come back. We don't even know who their quarterback is going to be since uh, Colt McCoy. They cut him a couple of weeks ago. Is it going to be Clayton Toon? Who knows? Just the quarterback concerns. You just don't know who's going to be throwing to him. I mean, Marquise Brown is going to be the wide receiver one. Going up against the commander's defense, I think that a lot of people overshadow this defense. Uh, they have some talent. You know, we talk about Chase Young and their defensive front, but they also have some talent in the secondary. So I just don't think that this is going to be a very pretty game. I think this is going to be a very sloppy defensive battle. Uh, you know, Arizona's defense is really, really bad. So I just don't think that there's going to be a lot of touchdowns. For Marquise Brown, so we're probably going to see Marquise Brown a lot in the sits of the week. So those are my top three starts and sit of the week. Let me know if you have any questions down in the comments. And also, I'll open up the floor to y'all too to think if y'all have any more starts and sit this week. Or if you want some more.
0: So, I did want to ask uh, just a little point. I noticed, I know you get the stats uh, from the experts. How does somebody score .4 touchdowns? That's that's my
2: question I mean, from, It's pretty uh, much but, like a player prop like they're probably a prop no, said like don't. 0. 0.5 you take the over so it's I don't know. Most no, of I'm the just, stars don't start, start off like 0. 0.405 doesn't really yeah. they're not going to like guarantee that this guy is going to score a touchdown cuz you never know who's going to get the ball.
0: No, I, that's what I'm just I'm just you yeah. your chain there. I think <laughs> Marquise Brown as a situm is probably going to be a sitem every week unless, you know, it's a Brock Purdy situation in Arizona like the 49ers had last year where they got a guy nobody's really heard of, uh, and he comes in and just lights it up. Uh, there's really no need. Maybe maybe start James Conner because uh, I feel like a lot of that yeah. offense is going to run through him. Um, I like the rob pick. Of course, Patty Mahomes. If you've got Patty Mahomes like Cameron does, he's got to start for you every week, I mean, if I'm being honest. Um, I'm, uh, I was
1: thinking about picking someone else up for this week. <laughs>
0: Uh, it, it 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 might be. What's, what's I like really Travis. The... I like Travis Etienne also as a start. Um, you mentioned uh uh tank uh tank Busby it's Bigsby Bigby Bigby yeah. Uh, I think he's gonna dip into his carries, but like you said, I think it's gonna be later on in the season. Yeah, I don't think he he he, he might steal a touchdown from him right They put him in in a goal line. He's a big dude. Um, uh, but Etienne's a heavy hitter also, so um. Uh, one thing I did want to touch on, of course, we'd love to start in sit-ups. We got our fantasy our fantasy league starting. We got Tyler yeah. and I are playing each other. Uh, I'm good, not going to read the team names. They're not very yeah, – look I'm looking forward audience. to it. Yeah,
2: let's talk about <laughs> our team.
0: <laughs> uh, I am looking forward to it. Um, quarterback matchup is going to be good uh, between the two rushing quarterbacks. So Lamar Jackson on your side and Jalen Hurts on my side. Um, that's going to be. I mean, Lamar's got Houston, so I think I give you the slight. Yeah, two there favorable matchups the there, so I think that both for our quarterbacks are going to have a game. Of course, you've got CMC and Tony Pollard. And I've got Najee Harris and Josh Jacobs. Uh, I think I give you the the edge in the running back department. Wide uh, receiver, you got Amon-Ra and T Higgins, and I have Jamar Chase and Garrett Wilson. Uh, I'll Cam- give you the, the on edge that on that one. one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was going to let Cameron decide. I wasn't going to say it. Uh, all right, fine. I mean, it's tied in. <laughs> Cameron, you pick who's got the better tight end: Tyler Higbee or Pat Friermuth? Friermuth me, I, I don't. know I'd say his
1: last name. Let me. Let me. I'm trying to pull it up to see. Uh, but you know,
0: it's all about the matchups. That's yeah, how you yeah, to
1: that's you. what I gotta look at. I mean, Higby's playing at Seattle, and is oh. playing against San Francisco. I mean, both neither have a great matchup. I think. I think Higbee takes it this week, honestly, because I think. I yeah, think San uh, Fran's I mean, they don't allow. Good. I put in
0: Kyle Pitts. Who's playing the Panthers?
1: I mean, Don't that's not that a bad pick. Don't answer that it's question. It's not. not the in my secondary
0: lineup. is very good. Yeah. We kept uh, tempting Chet
1: with Kyle Pitts, and he finally <laughs> took him in, what, like 12th round? Yeah, I've
0: drafted him every year since he's come out of college, and he's burnt me, but I figured maybe this year will be his shot. Uh, and then in our flex, of course, we play in a double flex PPR league. Uh, you've got um, Aaron Jones and Chris Godwin. I've got D Hop and uh Javons, or Jamal Williams, sorry. Um, would normally be Alvin Kamara here, but he is suspended. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't fully decided if I'm gonna go with Jamal. I think I will. I give you the edge here, Tyler, in the flex position. I feel like um, the edge
2: because Aaron Jones feasts on the Bears every single year.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh defense, you've got the Patriots. I've got the Bills, it's Patriots tough playing the Eagles, Bills playing the yeah. Jets. I mean, I don't know. That's it. a push. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then uh, you have Mr. Daniel Carlson for the Los, uh for the Raiders. He's playing in Denver, so his kicks will go farther. And I have my boy Young Ho Koo, which I am giving myself the edge. Just no, 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 no. I'm good. giving
2: myself the edge because the altitude. This man could kick 65 plus yard field goals to give me those
0: points. But well, no, I think we'll he's gonna have a good year so projected points here, you are at 141, I'm at 138. So we'll check in next week to see how that matchup um, ended. Let's look at cameras. I'm pulling up cameras right here. Yeah, of let's do a little. Yeah, Maddie's we can first. decide if
2: who has the breakdown yeah. on this one.
0: So uh, so Cameron's playing on Matty right Ice. Matty Ice, uh,
1: quarterback Maybe. for Matt. Go ahead, and real quick. Go ahead and refresh real quick. I just okay. made a change, so.
0: Okay. Let me, let me get that refresh going here. Uh, you can Michelle, just get the quarterback because
2: Cam's got the automatic yeah, advantage every guy. week.
0: Uh, so running backs, Matty Ice has got Derek Henry and Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. Um, Cameron's got Bijan Robinson and J.K. Dobbins.
2: Hmm. I, gotta I would have to, to go Matt go here. here because just because yeah, we I haven't agree. seen Bijan in regular season, I think that yeah. Bijan's going to have an absolute game. I just mm-hmm. don't know. I mean, I think that JK against Houston, Houston's run defense is abysmal, but I just feel like Lamar is also going to have his feast day. So yep, yep. I just think, I don't know. That's a tough one, uh, but I think I'm leaning more towards Matt, but I would not be shocked if JK also has a day.
0: Hey, before we continue, if you've got fantasy lineup questions, send them on. Sure. Them, yeah, drop send them on away. We'll answer them. Uh, Wide receiver group. Matt's got Cooper Cup and Devonta Smith. Cam's got Jalen Waddle and DK Metcalf. I'm going Cam here. Yeah, Cupp I'm going is Cam. Is kind of day to day. Yeah, Matt, not
2: need to check. Yeah, I don't, know yeah, I don't even know if Cup's going to be so. ready. I yeah. think DK's DK's going to way. way.
0: I was going
1: to say he should probably throw Mike Thomas in the starting lineup until we yeah. know for sure about Cup. But
0: he's got Marquise Brown. Keep him on the bench if you paid attention to Tyler's segment. Um, uh, and he's got Michael Pittman. I'd probably keep him on the bench also. Yeah. Uh so tight end mark andrews versus Jawan Johnson. I gotta go Mark Andrews here. Yeah. Uh, I think just I think Jawan's gonna I have actually, a great season. No,
2: I'm actually going against you here. I think that Jawan okay. I just feel like if you really look at the matchups between the Ravens and the in Houston, Ravens, I just don't really think that the pass catchers are really gonna have that all good of a day. It's either gonna be Lamar, it's gonna get his fair share of carries or JK is going to go for a hundred plus. I just think that Mark Andrews, he's going to have his games, but I think that the saints in this game, it just feels like Jawan. That was just such a very good late round value. Jawan is, if you look, you know, whenever Derek carves with the Raiders, he always targeted tight ends. I think that Jawan, I'm going to go with Cam here, getting the advantage.
1: I actually just picked up Jawan while you were going with your start and set picks, honestly. Wait,
0: he was a free agent?
1: Yeah, he was? Yeah, he a free Oh agent. my gosh. I just dropped Dalton Kincaid for him because, you know, I've been thinking about him I didn't like think more. And...
0: So uh Flex, Matt's got Jameer Gibbs and Mike Evans. Uh Cam's got Amari Cooper and Cam Akers. I'm going with Cam on this one. I think Amari Cooper and Deshaun Watson are gonna have some good chemistry. We haven't really seen them together. Um, and then I think Cam Akers, I mean he's RB1 down there in LA. I think he's gonna lead that offense. So
2: um I mean, I like Gibbs. I just don't like Evans. So I think that <laughs> I think that None Cameron. Names, and- so, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just I just don't know how this Buccaneers offense is going to be. I don't even know if I'm starting Chris Godwin or not. That's going to be I'll have to, Feel free to do some it. film on that. Uh, but I think that Cam, with having Cam Akers, you know, he's the RB one. There's really nobody else behind them. Who else is the Rams going to? If Cooper Cup is not available, they got to do some find some way to score. So I think that Cam Baker is there. So I'll give the slight edge here to Cam.
0: Defense, Matt's got the Dolphins, and Cam has the Steelers. Dolphins are playing the Chargers, Steelers are playing the 49ers. That's a push there for me. Yeah, I think I'm it's going dolphins. So um, I mean, yeah, I'm right. going
2: dolphins just because I don't I don't know. I'm very high on Justin Herbert.
0: I, I'm gonna go push there. I think it's gonna be even. Uh so Matty Ice has got Mr. Harrison Butka. As his <laughs> kicker, and Cameron has, who was just recently agent. picked up by the Rams. Yeah. Oh, he was right? picked up? Mayer, yes, he was picked up, and he is expected to be the starter as the Rams just cut their kicker. Um, so, I think he'll be okay there. Um, I think I'm going
2: to yeah, go Cam here. I just don't think that the Chiefs are going to score many field goals. I just think that's going to be more touchdowns. So.
0: I like it. I like it. Maybe get yeah. into our
2: other matchup, too. You know, since they're not here, Jacob and, and Wade
0: are playing. Might as well do a quick rundown of them if they – so real quick, uh, projected points from Matt one forty one, Cameron one twenty eight. Uh, maybe it's because the kicker is, wow. yeah, the kicker that, doesn't have
1: any it. points right now, so yeah. that's uh, part uh, of it. But
0: so Jacob and Wade, we'll run through this one real quick. Sure. Uh, Wade's got Trevor Lawrence. Jacob's got Josh Allen. I've given the <laughs> the the nod to Trevor Lawrence actually because he's playing the Colts. Uh um, that's that is
2: a tough one. Because I think that Trevor Lawrence could definitely slice and dice them. I agree with you. I think that T Law against the Colts, that's definitely, I think I like that matchup more than going up against the Jets.
1: I agree.
0: Yeah. Um, Running backs, Wade's got Saquon Barkley and Mr. Rashad Ooh. White. And Ooh. Jacob's got Ramondre Stevenson and Miles Sanders. I'm to yeah, I think I'm just one.
2: Yeah. yeah, Ramondre's going to feast. I think yeah. that Miles Sanders against Atlanta is also going to have his fair share, too. Yeah.
0: Um, so, looking at wide receiver, Wade's got Justin Jefferson and Devontae Adams. jacob has <laughs> got Stephon Diggs and Keenan Allen. Mm. I'm I going like Wade because he's I'm got Jettis. Ways. Yeah.
2: I think Jay Jettis is going to have 30, a 30-bomb 30 against Tampa yeah. Bay.
0: Stephon and Diggs. And Devontae Adams. Somebody's got to get the ball. Uh, this probably shouldn't even be asked. Darren Waller and Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Waller,
1: Waller. <laughs> Kelsey
0: is no, obviously, there. obviously, Fletch with Kelsey. with Kelsey. Um, Flex Wade's got Calvin Ridley and uh DJ Moore, and Butch has got Alexander Madison and Deontay Johnson. I'm going Wade for this one.
1: I think Wade, and it's not even close. I am betting on Wade on this one with Calvin Ridley.
0: I think Calvin really alone wins
1: that matchup. I have as you did there.
0: <laughs> um, defense, Wade's got the 49ers, and Futch has got the Cowboys. I'm going 49ers all day. They're playing the Steelers.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Wade's got the, the edge. Kicker,
0: Wade's got the Golden Boy himself, Evan McPherson, McPherson. and Futch has got Jake Elliott. Uh, I'm going McPherson.
1: Frosty all the way.
0: Yeah. Uh, this is actually the closest projected matchup here. It's 50 50 on percentages. I think, uh, w- yeah. Wade is at 142.8 and Fletch is at 142.6. So I uh, can't get much closer than that, folks. It all now. depends on what the Bills do because he has the, the digs and Allen,
2: the digs and uh, Allen stack. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So Fletch has put all his eggs in one basket. So, um, uh, I think that pretty much wraps up the NFL oh, talk. Yeah. I've got a NASCAR Neil segment. Um, uh, But before we get to that, I would appreciate everybody that's tuned in so far. And let me hit you with some NASCAR. Uh, So Kyle Larson tames the track that's too tough to tame. See what he did there. Winning the Southern 500. The first stage of the race was dominated by Reddick and Hamlin and featured two green flag stops for tires as the sandy soil of the area created some of the highest tire wear in the series, making tires only last 30 to 40 laps. Oh, see, you got to know your science there before you're betting on NASCAR. Uh, it's nice to see drivers having to save tires and make dedicated stops for them as opposed to fuel windows dictating the pit strategy. Halen gets stage one win, but Bubba Wallace spins at, out at the same time. unique caution came out in stage two due to issues with the inside track lights in turns three and four, with them not coming on as they transitioned tonight. So it's just, just like Super Bowl a couple years ago. Um, they red flagged the race after multiple drivers said so they were not comfortable going back green with the lights being out. Come on, guys. You know how to drive at night. You got headlights, right? those stickers on the front of the NASCARs. Um, caution with 15 to go created a wild sprint to the finish and another with four to go involving the 54 and the two car, which led to multiple cars pitting for the shootout to end the stage uh, with one lap. Hamlin takes the stage win, mid-stage three, a battle for the lead between Harvick and Reddick, where the caution comes out as Harvick tries to pit. But a caution uh, came out as he was entering, uh, entering the I read that backwards. I'm sorry. Caution comes out as he is entering, but the pit closes before he can make it in. He's forced to line up at the end of the last line on the restart. Hamlin, who dominated all day, felt the wheel getting loose with 90 to go. That's not what you want when you're driving 230 miles an hour in a circle. Um, And that pretty much took him out of the contention contention with him needing to go uh, to the pits. The race ended with a great battle between Larson and Reddick for the last 25 or so. Ch- Chastain had a solid day for not having a top five since his win in Nashville. Uh, no playoff points update this this time, uh, but he'll plan to do so after race two and three, um, except for when he's in Texas. NASCAR Nia will be at the Texas race, so if you're there, say hello. Um, also, a little extra, Denny Hamlin announced that he signed with, in extension with Joe Gibbs Racing at the 23, will continue their alliance with them. So uh, playoffs kicking off for NASCAR Neil. Uh, he's got some fantasy matchups going on. He's a busy man down there in NASCAR world. Um, that's it, guys. I got nothing else for you. So good show, longer show with with everything kicking off. Anything from y'all before we end it? Just uh, you know, excited for the fantasy season kickoff. You know,
2: Chad and I are going to be facing off. Uh, we really neither one of us wants to start off uh, on a high note, uh, so it should be a lot of fun. Should be a lot of high scoring matchups. Got dudes on both sides. And, and also gotta give uh and also want to give the floor uh to Cam. You know, tell us yeah, where you can season. find us for your yep. streams, your amazing
1: streams. I appreciate y'all having me on tonight. I uh, appreciate for the for the first week of college football and start of the first week of NFL. Appreciate that. Uh but yeah, if y'all want to check me out, it's C Money A Z on Twitch, Kit, YouTube, TikTok. Twitter, you know, anywhere, anywhere that you can search. See money, I'll
0: be see money, AZ.
1: Not quite there, but yeah, uh, <laughs> streaming on all those places, you know, working on new content and everything. So, would appreciate y'all dropping in, like, subscribe, whatever. Uh, but see money, AZ. So,
0: yep. yeah, yeah, we'll, again, we'll, we'll put the link to it in the, of course, of course. We're able, We're glad you were able to jump on with us. We'll put the link in the description where you can find all of Cam's social channels. Um, Last last point I want to add for y'all, uh, Nebraska sells out their volleyball, their football stadium for a volleyball game. Will there be a sold-out Nebraska football uh, game Absolutely this year?
2: Not. Yeah, they sell it every game. To, no matter if they go 0-12, that stadium is going to be sold
0: out.
1: Okay. <laughs> hey, all right. It was watch volleyball, though.
0: Okay. I like it. So, with that, we hope you all have a wonderful week, good start to your fantasy matchups, and we'll catch you next time.